everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. My name is Alice Kanjajo, your host for this lovely space that we hold for the tech community or even those who are not in the tech space, but holding a space for meaningful conversations that need to be had. So today, as you can see, we are joined by another lovely lady who is also a powerhouse in her own field. I would say I'm very excited to read this intro because just as we we're having a slight conversation before the episode started, I was really feeling inspired. I was really feeling like this is ah, a guest worth having for sure. So today we are joined by the lovely Naomi Mwangi and I am just about to read her intro, which is one of my favorite parts of this podcast. So Naomi is currently a software engineer working at Safaricom, which as you may or may not know, but you definitely know is one of the biggest tech companies in Kenya and arguably in Africa or even the world, in my opinion. And she works uh, at Safaricom to help build API solutions for various companies, including the government. Uh, Naomi has also worked with multiple developers to integrate payment APIs into their systems and has also taken part in various developer community engagements by presenting in campus outreach programs. Naomi is also very passionate about DevOps and has built various automations to help in e sorry to help ease the work for various developers and improve back-end systems, ensuring an uptime of 99.999%. You can't say 100, it's a humble, <laughs> humble flex. You know? <laughs> and in addition to this, she has also been privileged to be part of various amazing hackathons, such as the Microsoft Game of Learners Cohort 1. Wow, that was the initial one, I'm assuming. Yes, yes, tell yes. us a bit more about that. Where she delivered, or rather they delivered a health solution and also an IBM Kiss Kit hackathon where they developed into the world of quantum computing now as you can tell this is a head full of knowledge a very intense tech oriented person a tech oriented career and uh, career <laughs> career and thank you so much for gracing the podcast welcome to the my tech story platform naomi thank you very much first yes. of all mm -hmm. i already told you i think it's a wonderful initiative and uh, keep on doing what you're doing oh. and bringing people's voices to such platforms oh thank you so much for the kind words oh she's been so nice to me ever since i've been i've reached out to her she was already very excited which is very encouraging to me by the way sorry to cut you short Naomi, but this mm -hmm. is also a prompt for you guys to subscribe from wherever you're listening from okay the podcast listening platform spotify anchor i mean anchor and apple podcasts youtube Everyone, you know, it helps us get the message out there, get these wonderful messages that we get from our guests out to the world so that we're able to provide solutions that can ultimately help build the African economy if you think about that in a large scale. But moving on swiftly back to Naomi, yes. So first from that, how do you feel about writing that intro? Um, empowering. Empowering. I feel um, the more you write about your story, the more you catch mm -hmm. yourself off guard and like, yes, mm, I did all this. I did. Yeah. I went through all these. Yes. You and know, sometimes you don't know your accomplishments till maybe you see them on like a on white the, piece of paper or yes. someone comes and tells you. Yes. So it felt very nice. And knowing that I'm coming here to talk about my journey and probably what I've gone through 
even made me more excited. Yes, I love to hear that because yeah. it's one of my, that's why I said at the beginning of this episode that one of the things I was saying is this is my favorite part of one of my favorite parts of the podcast is getting to read out my guests' accomplishments in front of them and also getting them to actually write them down yeah. so that they can see and take a step back to know that they are basically the shit. It's more um, of <laughs> contemplating, it's like reflecting. It's, yeah, it's, and, a, it's a moment of reflection yeah. and realizing that, wow, you're so caught up in everyday life and what you need to improve and what, who you need to become. And then you, you're more often than not, you take you forget to take a step back and be like, okay, a year ago, I probably wanted the life that I, where I am today. True, true, so, yeah, true. it's very excited to have you here with us. Um, first of all, how was your experience in the first being the first cohort for the Microsoft Game of Learners um, uh, hackathon program? Thing? To be frank, I didn't even know what it was because, as I said, it was the first cohort. Yes. So they just put out advertisements saying that it's this hackathon. Um, it's a Microsoft thing. That time I was still in campus. I was in my fourth year. And mm. every opportunity was looking juicy. So I was applying yeah. to everything left, right, and center. And mm. this was the time for COVID too. So it was the time we wow. were home. So even when I got the um, letter, it was apparently... I mean, when I got the letter now tell me that you've been selected to be part of the Microsoft Game of Learners, that's an... I saw it's actually a big thing. Because high key. Yeah, high key, it's a big thing. And the extent they went to make us cof uh, comfortable, comfortable, because like I mentioned, it was during the time of COVID, it was lockdown. Mm. And they want guys to participate in this hackathon, so they made us as comfortable as possible. So mm. they gave us internet connectivity, they gave us, it's like a, son a solar panel, an individual panel. So that if lights go off, because they're working wow. from home, they don't have control over that, you still have connectivity wow. and you're able to build and stuff like that. And that's when I was like, hmm, this yeah. is a big thing. First of all, even getting into the cohort must have yeah. been an accomplishment you didn't know, in itself. I, I, when I got him that they say things like, you know, uh, 200 students applied, but you only picked 20 of you. And that's when I'm like, hmm. Yes, I'm that is when you thing. start even realizing yeah. I am doing way better than I thought exactly, in my field, exactly. especially as a campus student. Yeah, and I mm -hmm, sorry. So, so the the journey was like I mentioned, it was building a health solution. Mm. So, given that this was a point of COVID, they were exploring telehealth, mm. and so the main thing was you use Microsoft um, products that the Microsoft Cloud products and Microsoft tools to come up with um, a health solution. And it's only running for a month. And as you're doing this, they're giving you all these licenses, all these successes, and they're giving you mentors. Ooh. Yeah. That seems like a very hands-on experience. Ah, it was wonderful. It was, it was amazing. Wow. Yeah. So this is a message for you guys who want to participate in hackathons that this might be just the one to apply for the way it's sounding like. Yeah. Uh, but I, th I think just with regards to what you, this conversation, I want us to go back to the mm -hmm. beginning. Mm -hmm. So where would you say your interest in tech started? And when did you start to realize that this is an industry that I think I need to be in? Mm -hmm. And when did your, just when did your tech story begin, basically? Uh, so... My tech story began by watching. And I was watching mm. my father because my father was in the tech space. Okay. So I used to really want to be like my father. 
and I'd always question what he was doing because you know he's there with his laptop. Um, he's he used to extend this to us by sharing us like maybe some PowerPoints he had for work or something. Mm. And whenever you'd ask him anything, he'd tell you like the details. Mm. So that's where my interest started. So this led me to even taking things like computers as the main thing I was doing in high school. You know how high school is specialized? And then my interest deepened, Mm. I think when I was in form three and uh, my dad worked in the banking space and they had a hackathon with Moringa to mm. build, I think it was a financial product for the bank. Mm. And my dad just carried me to the event. So in the event, it was... How old are you at this time, sorry? 16. 16, okay. So in the event, it was developers, I think just random developers in groups. Mm. And then we were all given merchandise, just cool, just some black t-shirts, <laughs> all the graphics. And then, of course, the peak of any tech event is the free food. So those like pizzas. That's the peak. It's not even the program. I mean, I'm 16. <laughs> I don't know anything about okay, coding. Yeah, true. So but at like, this time, you were not a coder yet. No, okay. I didn't even know. It, like the, the computer we did in high school was nothing like coding. For sure. The computer yeah. in high school, like, it was, there was nothing like coding. Exactly. The, let's start from the Kenyan system. The computer in school versus the reality. Yeah, feel like true, true. You things. didn't know the world beyond there. Yeah. So I'm here seeing people in cohorts. So I also had a cousin who was also in the tech space. So he was a participant. Mm. And I sat with the group and I was just watching what they're doing. Mm. After that, I was just like, that me after campus. I don't even want to go to university. I want to go to Moringa. So that, you know, wow. I can do coding, coding. and then build things. Because everyone was looking cool. Everyone was being serious. Mm. That's when I interacted the team had two ladies. I Out think, of? Uh, the team was like five. But of course in the room, it was just guys. Mm. And um, the ladies were also looking quite cool. You, know how? <laughs> you don't even know what it is. It just looks cool. Everything is And then they cool. built a product that works and they're presenting. It was mm. like, wow. Mifika. So that, that was like my main thing. Though, um, after campus you know how you pick courses i didn't pick computer science as my first choice what did you pick as your first I picked choice architecture no. architecture i was wow. good in physics and i could draw so i was just like wow let me pick that as a first choice and then and i think i had also gotten a bit discouraged because mm. when you say like i think when i said back then i don't i don't when i said i want to do computer science not from my family though from like you know how people in school uh, yes. hey, what are you doing i think you know how people come and tell you like, oh, I don't think that's a really good course. You know me, mm. my mom told me, nee, 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 nee. Yeah. So I was so a bit, into your head. and I took it to the bottom of the list. Mm, wow. But now um, the results came out. Uh, I was not picked for architecture. I was picked for God knows what, where. And <laughs> um, that's when I decided to go do computer science in Strathmore. Mm. And the more I did it, the more I realized that this is my space. This is where I thrive. Mm. I know I'm getting to learn about dev. Let me say my dev journey seriously, seriously started in second year. Mm. When we had this lecturer who were still very good friends and probably the reason I am here. Wow. And... This lecturer was not very much liked by people because it's these lecturers who come. So have you heard what happened the weekend in Microsoft? You know, these big questions. And you want to get a first class and you don't know this? So people are not... Into a pressure. But that pressure used to make me... Saturdays when I'm going home, 
your I'm somewhere reading. seated. I've subscribed to all these blog posts. Mm. I've downloaded all these apps and I'm reading about what's happening in the tech space. Mm. I'm trying to build things from blogs I'm seeing and that's what now just put me properly in a very good um, position. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. You've given us a lot of insight into where, you know, it started, you going for the hackathon that you didn't know how to code, but seeing this is where the inspo, this is maybe mm. where I want to be. Yeah. Then the, of course, the dissonance of now interacting with your classmates and then mm. telling me, I think your story is almost very similar to mine, which mm -hmm. is, I also thought that architecture was going to be my life. Okay, like, okay. Come rain, come sunshine, mm -hmm. it needs to be architecture or design or something. Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. here we are, long story short. Yeah. For more info about my tech story, listen to the first episode of this podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yes, that's very interesting. You know, I, I like hearing stories of people where, which is quite frankly, very off, uh, quite more often than you would think of people think you know, that dissonance of should I do this? Should I not changing their minds of not doing this at yeah. all? And then coming back years later and being like, okay, this was the one, this was the you one. You go but... ask people for advice. You know, mm. everyone is telling you everything. So at the end, I mean, at the end it, of all this, yeah, your head, your like, head is filled just... up with so many things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many opinions. You. Eventually yeah. you'll probably pick yourself and be like, okay, let's end up doing this. But that's very interesting. So mm. um, actually when I heard about you it was from one of someone who's also been one of our guests gabriel and mm -hmm. he just mentioned how you also applied at the same time with him mm -hmm. for now the program for safaricom mm -hmm. and i think that's now where tell us about another journey of beyond just um picking computer science in mm -hmm. uni and then going for the um hackathon program especially the one for microsoft mm -hmm. um how did now safaricom get into the picture okay so uh, my journey actually started in third year. That's when mm. I got my first hands-on experience, mm. probably like a job job now, mm. where I worked for the university. There was like an organization in the university mm. which builds products for other institutions. Mm. So that was the first gig, and it was a web development um it was more of a web development job where I dealt still with backend systems. And uh, that's why I also got very good mentorship. My mentors were lecturers, however, but they really did well. And they're the ones who gave me the opportunity of the first hackathon, which was the IBM Kiskit, which happened mm. in South Africa. Wow. Yeah, and uh, going for that one, let me tell you, have you ever gone for an event? You do not know even what they're doing. Like, you know how you hear quantum in movies, yes. and you're just like, big thing it, it even sounds like physics but it's actually a whole ibm thing with library like we were very clueless but they gave us time to learn and i remember the team i was working on was trying to find ways to um predict i think is it like malaria wow. based on like mosquito regions and something but still using quantum mechanisms i was quite aloof let me not lie but it was big things. I was big happy to be here. People are doing big things <laughs> out there. Big people things. Are, hey, hey. But it was beautiful one. We went to wow. our team of just four, plus the two lecturers. Wow. So that was my first hackathon. But now after I came back, that's when I went for my first internship in Safaricom as a API. Now this team, I mean, but now I was an intern there for three months. 
Mm. And then when that period ended was when COVID just hit. And I was starting my fourth year then. So I think it was also a bit delayed. There was a whole lot of confusion. And that's when me and Gabriel took to algorithms. You know, this dealing th- solving things through lead code. Um, I don't know what the goal was. I, I, I don't think we had a goal. But that's how we challenge ourselves. See, we're solving one problem every day. Wow. Uh, and we meet and we try and figure out and see, hey, how's the solution looking? What have you used? Uh, so this time we're using Python and we're trying to just find shortcuts. And mm. we didn't know the journey that doing these algorithms was putting us on. Mm. So um, during this time was when now the opportunity for Microsoft came about. So COVID started in March. Yes. As I was ending my opportunity in Safaricom, school started in April. Oh, wow. And then June was when now the Microsoft opportunity came, where it was... Uh, my role basically in that part was I was building the mobile application for the telehealth solution. Mm. And all this I'm still in school. Let me not forget. So wow. it's that one. But it's school from it's school from home. Well, you can't do all this. So yeah, this whole... one thing about COVID is gave opportunities for okay, I'm not saying COVID was was a good thing mm-hmm. in no way, mm-hmm. a shape or form. But I felt like if you are one of the people who felt looked at it as an opportunity yeah. for you to venture into even more things because you're not on campus every single day. Yeah. You probably have space for this hackathon here and there. Yeah. Or now get into the other things and i always uh, applaud people who in uni in campus they are they're, they're not just very hyper focused on just school mm-hmm. you start to realize that when you finish uni there's no system as the way yeah. they are used to be True. so you need to True. be prepared for that post uni era and actually that was the goal and given that we were always talking because we even had a discord channel to like do these things mm. that's the time that I feel like we mostly grew our skills personally, mm. individually. So uh, around June of that year was when now the um, Microsoft opportunity came, and this was for a whole month. Um, I was working with another colleague, I mean, another classmate of mine called Isaac. Mm. So Isaac, we worked with in HP Lab. Mm. That's when I was working for Safaricom, I mean, for, for school. That's um, my third year. That, mm whole year internship so he's the same person he got this opportunity with so it was still kind of like a synergy where given that we still have school ongoing and we have this thing that we need to deliver by the end of the month when the same team it was more of coordinating so we meet this time to this time we're doing assignments this time to this time we attend class but given that it's online it's not a good thing but we can also be meeting on the side yeah. and trying to build this. Yeah. So the whole uh, Microsoft experience ended. Um, we were second place. Not fast. That's still, still okay. a very good but accomplishment. But we were like the best entertainers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of videos and our team mm. was told we were the best at it. So yeah, so this one ended and immediately after was when the Safaricom opportunity came about. Hey, so let one me, door closes, the yeah, other one so opens. Let me backstep. There's a point I mentioned at this point in 2020, you were applying to everything. everything. So Safaricom put out the post, and then this post is 
three years of experience you must have graduated mm. and then it's a devops role it's a contractor devops role and they have they're mentioning all these tools but as we just like we just saw python we've been doing all these coding things ah python we are good let's You're apply it. I just mean, do it that that's the courage that we had back then was literally what got us to where we are right now actually you need to just be yeah audacious and just do and it just, and having yeah. that community of people who are, are very true who also true. drive you to do the same thing like you know if you're individual you have to really make that individual decision but positive peer pressure to be a better exactly. version of yourself exactly. and do those hackathons do those applying yeah and just be confident to apply anyway yeah yeah took you to places that i think has helped you that kind of mindset has also helped to deal today. Yeah. Um but yes, keep going so, with what. So yeah, so this was uh August when now we got accepted. The interview process, I don't know if I should talk about because the interview process is we were doing we've been doing questions all along. Mm. These are the same questions I bring in the interview. So you know it's like it's easy. You know this is like work for you guys. Yeah, now. so even when you are explaining cuz this last session where you're talking one on one we had very good mastery and were very much impressed so even when uh we were saying uh you know we still not graduated but we're looking to graduate at this time this time they're like you know it's okay you as long as you just graduate you can give us a certificate when that type comes wow yeah so that's when now uh, we got into safari form it was a full-time opportunity and i'm also wow. a full-time student a full-time student but so it worked Somehow. first of all yes mm-hmm. let's get more into that mm-hmm. How was this process of you balancing school work uh probably a personal life even would mm-hmm. you say one you gave at that period of time you gave your everything to um coding and development okay um and barely had time for yourself because if you're saying on the weekends you're busy reading articles trying mm. how to learn how to code you know what was that balance like and what what would you say kept you kept you going and mm-hmm. you know how it became integrated to your day-to-day life to where you are today mm, okay so at this time when all this is happening i don't know somehow i know covid had a lot but i think we really maximized you are not missing out on social life because no one is What's going anywhere. <laughs> no one is going anywhere. It's, it's lockdown. True. So it's even true. in Kansas there's no pressure at all at all. Yeah. And then all my friends are on the same level. Where mm. like the whole day we are on a call. Like it got to a point even my oh, parents wow. knew I can a Gabriel because I'm always wow. calling out their names in the call. So we were in a 24 hour 24/7 call where you just go and mute wow. and you're talking to them. So Hey, and you recorders you really have to dedicate. <laughs> yeah, so that's what time. made it very possible for that time. Wow. Yeah, there was no pressure, there was nothing. So I was able to relax cuz I'd wake up we'd wake up at 6. We would wake up you even had a program. Yeah. Cuz <laughs> we're working me the good thing is that me and Gabriel were in the same department delivering the same solutions working uh, together. Okay. So okay. we'd wake up at 6 6 to 8:30. We are seriously, seriously doing school work and doing assignments, and that's the time we're also doing our final school project. Wow, the thesis that you have to write yes. and everything. Yes, so uh, at 30, that's when our meetings used to start. If I'm not wrong, but and classes start at nine, so it got to a point where you're in two meetings concurrently. Wow. Yeah. So and so define the, that scenario of you having two meetings. <laughs> 
Yeah, you class. Oh, so you tell, but okay. you know, class class was recorded, ah. and they share resources. Yeah? yeah, we don't have part time uh, computer science because I did computer science. Yes. Yeah, we don't have part time computer science, but BBIT was part time. So it's more of like saying if BBIT could be part time, see, I can also make this part time. Yeah, you just so, look back at the recordings. Yeah, so it's just muting. You don't have to mute your camera. You'll just watch the recordings yeah. at the end of the day, and then you have time to work. That sounds so relatable to me because I would do the same thing. Me, yeah. Kadi, I already had my job and it was remote as well, but yeah. I'm still in campus. We also don't have, we didn't have part time in communications as well, which mm-hmm. is the degree I pursued. Still in the same university as you, mm-hmm. and so me, but me, my the problem was me. I wasn't looking back. If it's gone, it's gone. It is mm-hmm. what it is. I'll read, but I there are very many moments I can remember. I'm having my my corporate meeting mm-hmm. and then at the same time this class so I just mute it and then I put it on the side and then you know keep up with my corporate meeting or, yeah. or sometimes vice versa so those are the, the strategies for balance honestly I think COVID really helped us learn how to balance and true, I think that true. era honestly was a moment for you to take advantage of yes, if you really yes. really could have true yes so thank god we used that period the way we used it because and so because now the opportunity we got was a contractor role, which was a one-year role, and I'm joining in August, so I have till August the next year. Yes. So um, I remember, I think the only time I took a break from work was January, because January now I had exams, and there was no way I could do, do exams and also um, deliver at work. Mm. But um, I had the best, best, best manager. That was also someone, because I think... It wouldn't have worked if we didn't have the manager who we had. Yes. Because we were able to tell him, oh, um, I have a cut. So from this time to this time, I won't be available. But once I'm done, I'll come. Mm. And that really gave us a very good rapport. And he also really encouraged us to deliver very well. Because I believe what me and Gabriel did was amazing for the um for the company, okay, for the department we're working mm. with, because we managed to shorten a process that they used to do daily, wow. that used to take about a whole hour to about a minute. Wow. Yeah. And you know, this process, wow. someone used to wake up and run this process and wait for to finish and then send every day the person wow. on duty. So now, that I, this was even given to us. So we literally still like just be reading. And that process is running. Wow. I love that. I love that yeah. energy that you guys had. And also what's important when it comes to also balancing is having what you really hope for. Ideal scenario is someone who's understanding and yeah. in a manager or someone who takes up the role as a mentor per yes, se rather true, than someone true. who is your, you know, you know, you're a person of authority who they are, but very authoritative, very like you have this, you know, figure out your way around it. I yeah. think having someone who understands also helps you double your productivity, honestly. And you also, but you also need to create that leverage. You know, you've already built this system and then you're asking for time off. True. It makes sense. Yeah. So I'm very happy to hear that. And, and given that we were also communicating with him, we were very open with him. Mm. That also gave him... Um, Comfort. Comfort. To so know that you... continued working there. Graduated in September. He even came for my graduation. Oh, wow. Yeah. But now I think it was now during this time that now afterwards I transitioned into a different role within the company. Mm. When I went back to my API role. 
Mm. Um, this was 2021, June, mm. around June there. Mm. Lockdown is still happening. I remember lockdown was still at seven. So mm. social life, it's not that much. It's so that you're deep. good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. And But school is done, you're good. Ah, school is done. Uh, yeah, so this department, I already knew people because I had Worked been an intern there. Yeah. And it was more of just being back there. And... Uh, remember the previous role I had was a contractor role, so it was coming to an end. So I was lucky to change before it ended. It ended. So now I got a permanent role. Wow. Yeah. And um, that's where I've been till today. Um, so now, like I mentioned, I was working when things were locked, locked, locked. Yes. So lockdown was withdrawn Ilevizuri October, mm. I remember, because... That's when our coffee was removed, removed in 2021. Can you imagine you lived in an era like that? Please talk about it's that. still hard to believe it. Can you, at it 7 p.m., even seven home streets yeah. empty? So another time, they, they pushed it a bit too. They pushed it, I think, uh, to 930. But it was so much pressure because <laughs> if you, if you, if it's Saturday and you're meeting like friends, you have to that wrap People up meet at 10 a.m. used to close things at eight, <laughs> and you have to run back. So By six, form Imeisha, you're yeah, back. You I know, you're back. So, <laughs> lockdown was removed. I remember a week after my birthday, which was kind of a bummer, and now things went back to normal. Mm. And um, this time, uh, in my current team, we were I, like a team of. 10 people. I was the only lady. Mind even in the previous department, I was still the only lady. I expected in the tech space. Not yeah. And sad, sad, but sad reality. Yes. yes. But I, I think I've been, I've been but, lucky enough in mm. the spaces that I work in. I've been, like, I've been absorbed properly mm. and you're given the same opportunities. You're able mm. to thrive. Yes. yes. So, um, this time we're working a team of eight people, nine now, including my manager. Mm. So things are, you know, it was, things are going well, like things are smooth. Hey, you're finding this work from home thing so cool. Hey, you have so Convenient. much time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we moved to like mid-2022, where now, because I think these other tech giants are also, you know, how developers it's so hard for them to stay in one position. Yeah, they're always job hopping. Yes. It's true. So I've just recently gotten this role. I can't job hop. Like, and I, I'm, I'm curious to notice, I'm liking the space and stuff like that. So, hey, the team went from eight to two people. Yeah. Recruited? Yes, yes. Wow. And let me mention, my, just my current... Now, now in the API team, it's only one API team that serves the whole of Safaricom, yeah? And uh, how the team works is, yes, I have a line manager, but um, I should thrive more as a, an individual yes. contributor. Yes. So not all the tasks I'm getting are coming from my manager. You and can also just see exactly. what gap is then. You try fill it. Yes, and my department is serving the entire uh, tech space in Safaricom mm. and there are so many departments that want people to you know develop APIs for them expose it for them so you have many people now come to use so like 
it's more of now me telling my boss, oh yeah, I have this, 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 and this to do. So mind you, the guys who left their teams, the teams that they were handling now came to came us. Came to you guys. So, hey, it got to a point, it became Pressure. intense. So now, people, social life is back. Um, you're noticing, you graduated in 2021, your friends, you know, after campus, everyone's going their own journey, but you're trying to keep those connections as much as possible but now it becomes difficult it becomes difficult adulting. because you also have your own duties yeah. and you cannot turn away from your duties yes so it got to a point hey i'm working at night i'm working in the day saturday we don't even want to leave sunday maybe you'll be called so it was, it was, uh, it high was intensity. heavy on my back and i'm just used to being there mm. so um this I, I, it took a bit of a toll on me. I think I even had to go to therapy to wow. learn how to... Like, I literally Take went to therapy telling me I don't know how to work my time. Yeah. And you felt like it was basically consuming Yeah, yeah, everything. yeah. So before now we even got therapy, I wanted now to even escape. Because mm. um, I was... You know how you miss school? Because school has structure. School yes. has a timetable. You wake up, you know, eight, I'm supposed to be in class doing this. Yes. And uh, nine, doing this. You know, you're working towards an exam. Yes. So you, everyone has a common goal. It's structure. It's a lot of structure. So now when you're thrown here, you, start how, to you, you, don't, you didn't yeah. have time to tarmac all in the street. You depend because it's a big tech and you're mm. straight there and people like, people don't care. Yeah, you, they don't care your age. You still get the same roles as someone who's been there 15 years. Good, bittersweet feeling, yes, isn't yes. it? And yeah, just to add on that, it's like you start to also realize that, mm -hmm. wait, this is real life and this is every day. Exactly. And if I don't change it, then this is my everyday life. Exactly, exactly. And you don't want to lose a job. You don't know how to properly handle this situation. Because exactly. they don't teach you these things in school. They don't teach you this. And they, they, they try to, but you know, those are the classes you don't pay attention to. That's the, those are the classes you mute the most. Also, yeah, do you know true. how to take care of your... Those, you know, those are the things in you school, ignore. You can, you can <laughs> sleep three days or a whole week. You'll still catch up even you'll if you're up. trying to do it. But yeah. here, it's a bit different. It's, it's not yeah, the same. It's, it's so it caught me off guard. And I, now I was trying to run away. Now I wanted to go do masters. I wanted to go back to school. That mm. place I was very comfortable and I thrived wonderfully. I wanted to go back to that hole. So I was like, hmm. no, I, I got a first class. I can get a sponsorship. So see, I look for a sponsorship in the first UK. Of all, that's, that's a big achievement. Thank you, thank you. For a computer science degree. Let's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now that that was now what I wanted to hold on to and run away to the UK. Mm. So around this time was also the same time, because yeah, I'm still looking, but work is still going mm. in on me. Mm. So around this time was also the time now that I decided to just let me, because you know, the privilege of also working in my company is that they give you such benefits where you can, they've partnered with different institutions. Mm. So oh, if you okay. want to go talk to someone, you can go talk to someone. So I just picked the first therapist on the list. Hey. And you know how you're expecting therapy to be at your phone on the couch lying and this sort of soothing you? <laughs> I don't know. Let okay. me tell you, 
this therapist used to give me the facts. As in, you know how I don't complain, you know, I'm working at night, I'm working during the day, we're only to pull in the department. You know, that time my, man, my manager is calling me, I'm trying to also pick the call and anything. And my therapist straight up told me, so, Naomi, um, do you have a family? I was like, no. How old are you? I told him age. Um, do you have, like, are you the one who's taking care of bills at home? And stuff like that. I was like, you know. Mm. And he straight up told me, like, he on your jinga. Like, that's just stupidity. <laughs> I was just okay. like, you're supposed sure to be on my therapy side. Goes. <laughs> <laughs> As in, you're supposed to be on my side. And then he was like, you know, in that same place or in that same company or just different places, the people who have this responsibility. I know, well, I have my own problems. I was just like, can't you see these are problems too? I was like, no. Mm. People have these responsibilities, this is responsibilities, this nini, and you're very rigid. I remember he used the word rigid. And he was like, you're choosing not to work with your time. And you're letting your time consume you. Mm. So you're working with all these people. Mm. You're letting all these people manage you instead of you managing them because mm. you have that power. Mm. So he told me how he, you know, he wakes up at five and does this, this, when time is seated, like, does this, this. The therapist, you come and I recommend, but... Well, it was... <laughs> how, it was... How, like... So, well, maybe that's what I needed to hear. If I met someone true. who soothed me, I feel like I'd be missed. Because, you know, it gets to a point where you can't go to your parents because your parents are like, and you know, you know how many people don't have jobs? Everyone is going to tell you the narrative exactly. of you are in Safaricom. You, you need go, to be appreciated. Exactly, you need to, exactly. You know, so kind of diminishing your problems mm, to some extent. Yeah, true. But. You go to your friends. Of course, friends, you tell them, I work at night. And they're like, you're working at night? Leave that company. You know, it's, you know how this generation is? You know, it's not for you, just drop it. Yeah. That, I was not getting, like, that advice. Mm. So... He, I feel like he came at the perfect time. Like it's I what feel like needed I needed to, to hear. hear that hard truth. Mm. It was very tough. Like I was, I was coming from those sessions and going home and just like and staying. And I'm just like, what? What? Mm-hmm. He was not sparing an inch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that now made me take a step back, which was necessary. Yes. For you. And so what does taking a step back mean? So this meant I had let. You know how you're trying to please? Like I said, you used to, I'm, 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 I come from school and I'm always delivering these grades. Like, you know, since primary, I've always delivered these, I've always delivered. So now everyone is coming with their requests and they want you to deliver. deliver. So, of course, I'm going to use that angle I've always used. And I want to deliver 10 things today. If I'm not delivered the 10 things today, I'm miserable. You're, you're not good enough. Yeah, and if it gets to the point where now you're starting to, you're dropping things, I'm not meeting my friends. I'm not, you know how also there's a, a social aspect, you checking no on your friends. Outside of work. Exactly, like life 24 7. That's mm. it. I wake up, my office is there in front of my bed. So I wake up, I jump, and bang, you know, just go eat. Like, now, for me, taking a step back meant learning how to manage things. And by managing things, meant also managing people. Mm. So if someone comes to me with this deliverable, mm. and let's say, for example, I wrote a list to do one, two, three, four. It means if I've done, unless, because 
a good thing is, I think also during that time, I had a talk with my senior manager, who's also very supportive. And he was also able to mentor me on that aspect. Because I remember he told me this very well, yeah? If it's plan to do one, two, three, four, it'll be the new in Mongolia. Unless you're dying or the system is off, people are not getting services or anything. That's when probably you feel like you need to. But if you've planned, you're doing A, B, C, D. If you're doing A and someone calls, because you know, everyone is calling and telling you, oh my God, deadlines, it's an emergency. My boss wants mm, everyone. It's always an emergency. Yeah, it's an emergency for everyone. So if you're planning to do A, because now my problem was, I was I'd start with A. I'm doing A, I get a call in, in between A, I shift to F. Mm. So by the end of the day, I've literally you done so nothing. I'm all over the place. I'm disoriented. I don't have enough time for myself. I want mm. to go to the gym. I can't go to the gym. <laughs> literally, there's nothing I can do. I want to do. do things. Yeah. I want to live life. So this meant, I noticed that the situation was not going to change with us just being two employees mm. for a minute because it was mm. freeze. There was, I think also the, econo the economic yeah, situation. Yeah, it was very it was, shaky. Yeah, exactly. So... It was now making it work for me. Mm. And getting people to understand we don't have the same manpower we did before. Mm. So if things were being delivered to you this fast, you need to wait. Because that's the only option. That's the only other option. And that, that, that made me feel mm. like, my, gave me so much power. Because now... Did it work? Was it working? Yeah. Yeah. This so one now, thing you are so fearful about. Exactly. So now I'm able to manage my work. I'm even able to uh, work out, go to the gym. Wow. I'm able to read a book. You're the boss. I'm meeting my friends during the weekend to the point where even people ask me, hey, how do you make it? How do you? I don't think things are working. I'm like, you're overdoing. Like, how do you yeah. do all these things at once? At once. And it makes you so feel nice. So basically, time management time is management. what you really needed to yes, learn. Yes, yes. That, that's something most. that was not going to be given to me. I needed to learn you it the hard way take control and i'd say it's given me so much opportunity now the team is larger mm. i'm finding now i have time to study wow. i have time to so can we get things. that study for what so after okay <clears throat> so so now you've been working at safaricom yes all this time. you've taken autonomy of yes, you know, yes. taking control yes and then now what has your journey been ever since you took control of back of your so, life I've always wanted to advance my skills. Like, you know... You just look like someone who just loved school. Uh, just give me the energy of... Those kids, number ones, just... Exactly. So, I've always been... I've, I mean, I've always wanted that... Pass, I mean, I've always wanted to enroll myself in something that will really um, boost me. Mm. So, <clears throat> it was around October, there was this opportunity now through the company... To enroll, you remember that Moringa had been eyeing you. Know, yeah. Now to enroll in Moringa, sponsored by the company. Oh wow! So I got a chance now to do DevOps, which is that's where my heart lies. Mm. Which maybe we will explain what it means in another concept in, in okay. another podcast. But that's what so now. So you do want to come back? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, the stories are many. The stories the are story, many. Yeah. You see. So, <laughs> Um, that's what I'm currently learning. Um, mm. And the good thing with enrolling through something that the company has partnered with is they make it work for you. So I only have one week of school every month. Oh, wow. And then during that week now, HR knows and your that boss is aware. Be. So you're not disturbed. You just put a do not disturb up. Wow. 
and you just study. What we love is convenience. Yeah, and that that's been working for me. At the same time, I'm also now trying to do my own certifications now. Like I recently did hey. the AWS exam yesterday. So school girl, <laughs> we love it. We love we it. Because you know what's funny is not? what's funny is whenever you meet a lot of devs, they're like, you know, you don't have to go to uni, like mm. just code every day. Okay. Don't have, you don't need, you know, you can teach, it can be a self-taught thing. You mm. maybe do a short course, a crash course, and then the rest is history. But it's very, I think you're one of the first developers that I've met that really still Enjoy. aims to keep educating themselves with, you know, yeah. in the school route rather, in the yeah. programs route. Because normally maybe at here they've gone for maybe a hackathon mm. or they're just learning these languages as they go. But yes, that's something I'm very um, proud of you to, first of all, be able to accomplish all your academic um, accomplishments as well as your developer accomplishments. I think what you've done is not a small fit. I think creating opportunities for yourself, even yeah. before you finished uni, big opportunities, not just small, small ones, you know, sometimes... Again, like I keep saying mm -hmm. for any university student that's listening, um, the journey of your career should not begin post-uni. It should start within uni. Yes. From making those connections that we'll tell you about, I know you can get lost in campus life. And you're like, okay, yeah, then after campus, we'll sort of stuff. But after campus, when you're looking for jobs, they're looking for experience. Where is that experience coming from? Yeah. What you are doing on campus. So if you're, especially when it comes to coding, I believe all the people that I've met who, are doing well in their field for, of software engineering are people who probably have something about, hey, I started doing something at 14 or I went for something. Oh, and that's or in thing. campus, true, every day true. we are waking up, we are coding true. or something. Like you really have to fall in love with what you're doing. Easier said than done though, because I know it's, the process is not as seamless for everyone. Some people just go to campus and you're like, ah, I guess this is a course that will work for me. But uh, I think a privilege can be figuring out or at least trying to do things, even if you're still trying to figure things out and navigate in your own path knowing that you're doing it to your level best and creating opportunities for yourself before opportunities pre present themselves to you you kind of need to pre uh, create them for yourself true true um, true so marinate marinate yourself like, marinate make yourself, yourself really. thanks for coming to my ted talk um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes so, yeah, um, so that's a journey i'm on i'm more of i think even the more i'm in this space the more I see so many opportunities. It just doesn't Endless. have to be coding. It doesn't like, have to be so coding. so much. Guys, Even you can marketing. be marketing. There's Hello? tech marketing. <laughs> I, you can be a lawyer in tech. You can be there's a software architect. I feel like tech you can, has everything It has everything. Everyone. It has everything. Yeah. And just based on the projections, it's an industry that's projected to grow and expand as very much so, especially in the African True. space. Uh, we are expecting another, I mean, the boom craze already happened about two years ago, mm -hmm. but it's an evolving space. It's an industry that, um, you know, when you abroad, it's a, it's a bit saturated. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the Silicon Valleys of this world. There's, you know, people already adapting to digital solutions. Mm -hmm. But for Africa, it's still a long way to go in that one, creating accessibility and uh, to data and um, solutions in that aspect before we even now get to people to adapting to digital solutions because, you know, smartphones that are available, the journey is still there, which already tells you that the opportunities are yet to present sure. themselves. <clears throat> and there's so many products that are still being built. Um, mm. 
So 100%, get into tech, man. And, and just do, <laughs> put yourself in all positions. Put yourself in all positions. You look at the blogs. If something just catches, like just chase Apply that interest. Yeah, yeah, just chase it. Because even in different places, before you actually get to the core, they train you. Mm, it's true. They train you. Apply. It's not like you're just thrown to the deep end. Maybe there are places you'll be thrown to the deep end, but who knows? Maybe that pressure will also get you working. Yeah. So I don't think you should shy away. And that that thing for the imposter syndrome, like just try it. just do it afraid. Yeah, if you let it take confidence will get you places where yeah. no confidence will I attest. <laughs> like I you can attest. be the least confident person, yeah. but that fake confidence you go present. Yeah, it yeah. can take you places. So, yeah, I've really enjoyed this conversation with you, Naomi. Thank, Thank you so you. much for gracing this podcast. Before we close off this um, mm-hmm. pod, uh, this episode, there's just a couple of questions that I wanted to ask you as we close off the episode that we do with our guests before the end of every episode. Short and sweet questions. Okay. The first one that I have is... Mm-hmm. Um, what is one word to then describe your journey to get to where you are today and why? One word to get to where I am. Um, perseverance. Perseverance. Yes. Wow. Why? Because it's been more of me doing my own things. And as much as, yeah, I have people who are, I know people who are in tech and the people who have, um, probably started things before me my journey was still a bit different at the end of the day it's true and for me to come out at the other end it meant me persevering with whatever situation i had and then making the whole situation work for me and now growing from there so that's been my situations all along through campus as i was working and schooling all these opportunities i was double dealing now in whatever situation i'm in it's more of you assessing your situation, saying, yes, we're under-resourced. It's stretching me, but can I make this work? Yes. COVID is happening. Things are not how things As look a, like. You can you make it work for be. you? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. I love that messaging. I love that messaging because, like you said, our generation, there's a lot of people who believe that suffering is can be a choice or yeah. you can decide that you know you're not going to take this bs you need to look up for yourself first which is absolutely true, true. but some situations as an adult as we adult mm-hmm. is you don't have an option but actually even the whole concept of suffering you know it's a concept that you put in your head yeah you can mm-hmm. well okay maybe you actually suffering you, well <laughs> okay define sorry you don't know the situation everyone has their own situation yes but let me check it for myself for yourself the suffering I was doing was more of me and, you know, probably talking to people and seeing, and yeah, I shouldn't be here. And I got a first class. I should be there. You should be there. Yeah. And uh, I can't hear. It's not what I thought it should be. I don't think I need to be here. I'm seeing everyone is going, you know, abroad. Everyone is doing this. Everyone is living. So now that's what I mean. That suffering was me putting onto myself. Mm. So like because said, of the things you're also feeding yourself. Yes, exactly. And, so it's more of taking a step back, yeah. looking at the environment around mm. you, and you making it work 
So that way you go and become a pioneer for God knows who who will yes. be in that situation. Yes, yeah. I love that. And I, just to, talk, to touch on what you were talking about, there's a book that I really love mm-hmm. that I read uh, repeatedly just to keep encourage me, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm. It's a really good book, very um, mind. Have you read the book? No. Uh, rather, have you heard of it? Okay, sorry. I've heard uh, of it though. I tried starting. It's I a got very... a bad copy. You got a bad copy, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's side stories. (laughs) But um, one of the biggest philosophies of that book is that what is it that you're willing to suffer for? Like suffering is part and parcel of life, but what is it you're willing to give, uh, you should give a fuck about? And what is it that you, you, what what is worth suffering for? Because life is all about suffering in its own itself. Like even when you're building your own career, whether it's even starting this podcast, then, you know, whatever you want to do is going to take money. It's going to take your time. Mm-hmm. You know, a relationship is a sacrifice in itself just to even give it different context. But is this something you're willing to suffer for? Because what is your ultimate goal? Is this part of the journey? So I think just to um, really strongly support your your point is that, you know, suffering for coding was something you were willing to do. And yeah. for, you know, that time when you moved, reduced from seven a team of seven to two people, mm-hmm. it's still something that you felt you should have done. And I think, I mean, do you have... Uh, which is, okay, it's one of the questions yeah. that I'm going to ask. And probably yeah. another thing my dear therapist told me, when I was considering quitting, mm-hmm. was you want to start this just before you get to pro, there's that bridge you want to cross. So if you want to start this, quit and go start something else. You'd probably quit and go start something else. And yeah. then you'll still quit and start. So at the end of the day, you just have like a hints, lot of un- hints of things. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't call yourself a pro. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's something true. that kept me going. It's true. But also when it comes to that, um, mm-hmm. starting something and feeling, hey, maybe this is not for me. And then starting something mm. else. It's something that you start to realize that it's not more of what I'm, of the opportunities I'm getting, but more internal. Yeah. Like, what is this that is preventing me from being the person that I want to become? Because every single time you'll reach a certain, maybe it's it's time you're like, after a year you start feeling some mm. way in every single it's thing feeling, that you're doing. It's what I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, then you need to also ask yourself, is it something wrong with me? Do I have a shiny sure. coin syndrome that I'm suffering? Do I just, when something, I'm tired of something, I'm not able to get through to it um, and, you know, overcome the trouble. So something to think about. <laughs> the second question I'd ask is, what advice would you give to someone who is aspiring to get to where you are today? Just do it. Whatever just do it, it is, just do it. <laughs> Don't look at it and say like, wow. hey, you're in a car complex. It's looking complicated. Then you just seeing something from a distance and just it's looking big and scary. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so just do it. Mm. I agree. I agree. What's funny is Mm. again, we were recording another episode with another lovely guest, and that is exactly what she said. Yeah. That you just need to do it. You're audacious enough to just do it. Most things that start and it normally mm. looks like a big thing and but it's your head that's creating exactly. a whole a lot illusion. Of yeah, a hundred percent. So just do it. Opportunities. I think um, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So what are you doing to prepare yourself for 
when that thing you're looking for arises, that opportunity you're looking. Did I make sense? Lucky. Yeah, you <laughs> did. Preparation wow. meets Big opportunity. Words. I'll probably go yes. contemplate after this. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. So and that that is just easily can be seen with the testimonies that you've given us on your journey of um by the time you were even getting into the hackathon programs or safari corp, you were already doing the work. Something so by the time the opportunity true. reached your door, you were already so prepared. Yeah. People would say, oh, it was luck. But really, there's nothing like overnight success. Success yeah, is true. things even, compiling. Even that, that's something small. Too. It's very relevant. It's very relevant because you never know how relevant it's going to be. I mean, that small YouTube channel that I started right now, we are streaming yeah. tech podcast. True, true. So true. it may not seem impactful, but trust me, those small things lead to something big. Um, do you have any regrets or what would you have done better or differently? Do you feel like you have any? Uh, maybe not yet. I not think yet. It's okay I'm not in the, to. I'm in a space. Unless now I go back and think. But I don't... No, I would, you don't look for problems where they are not there. Yeah, now you okay. make me start looking at problems. No. Imagine it's okay yeah. for you not to have any regrets. I think if 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 it's worked out, the, not the way it was meant to be, not how you imagined it to be, because when you imagine the journey, it's not always as the way it comes out. Yeah. But trust, I, I'd like to believe that things happen the way they do because they were meant to happen the way they did. Yeah. Maybe if I create a problem, I wish I started coding Good. at nine. Yeah. That's actually that's what funny. people say. That's what other devs say. I wish I started coding earlier. You, you are 14. still good. When is earlier? You're still good. <laughs> well, it's not a big thing to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the last question I'll ask you is to finally to close off this episode. Mm -hmm. Give us a powerful parting shot or something to close off this episode with a bag. Um, let me think about a book I read. Mm. And the book is still very dear to me. But what I like about it, it's the power that that person had to tell their story. Mm. So, because I believe in the power of telling your story and mm. you also reflecting. So, you looking at what you've done um, and how you've come from, I mean, how far you've come from and what the next part of your life will look like. So, it's mm. more of articulating your story. So, probably... And put it out there. So, what's your story, and what, what do you want people story? to know? Wow! Yeah, I love that. That's a very good way to close off your episode. Thanks so much, Naomi, for gracing your presence in this space, gracing us with your presence today. I think this has been a very insightful conversation. Thank I know you. you were a bit nervous coming in wow. because it's very it's fun. Yeah, I actually enjoyed like, it. you know this, you know, it's so because it's just talking. <laughs> it's just talking. It's more of a conversation. Before you come here, you start thinking, yeah. "Hey, what am I gonna say? What's the structure?" Yeah, true. But once you get into it, like you know, it's more of uh, my tech story space is a space for my you journey. to just express your journey. Yeah. And honestly, your journey is inspiring in one way or another, whether you think it or not. I think I also love having that, giving my guests that moment of reflection of, mm -hmm. wow, what has my journey been? Yeah. And what are the good things, the strengths, the weaknesses, whatnot? So yeah, true. Yeah, 100% guys. Uh, there's you. also a call for you if you're interested to be a guest on My Tech Story. You think you have something you would love to share with our audience. And um, all from all over Africa, honestly, this is a Pan-African space or even beyond Africa. If you're an African abroad or building something, um, you can always send an email to us um, giving us a request uh, at mytechstory.ea at gmail.com. 
all the links of course are going to be in the bio and um know me thank you once again if you have any links you would love to share with our audience that you know you think they should check out maybe about you maybe about mm-hmm. something you're working on or a project or anything really mm-hmm. uh you can send that over to us so that we can also link them in the description from wherever you're listening from guys this has been a long outro but long story short thank you so much for tuning in my name is alice kanjejo i have been your lovely host and i'll see you guys next week um for the next episode thank you so much goodbye